Welcome to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes and in Him, amen. And this is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. You should not have to fear death if you believe in Jesus, if you have a desire to follow Him because of the price that He has paid for you. It's very simple. Our first response is, I love you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for saving me from my sins. Thank you for saving me not only from the penalty of sin, but from the power of sin. To participate in the show, we invite you to submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, thank you for joining me. This is Jeff with Eternal Promises, and we've been talking about the resurrection from the dead over these past three uh, broadcasts. We're on our fourth today. We're leading up to the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the worldwide celebration. Some call it Easter. Some object to the word Easter, and we may get into that. But primarily, many Christians around the world recognize and celebrate that day when Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. He was risen on that third day. And because he was risen from the dead, we also have the hope of resurrection. You know, the verse that we have been proclaiming, at least in a couple of these broadcasts, has been this. Uh, Out of John 11, verse 25 and 26, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Now, that last part is Jesus asking that. Do you believe this? And think about it, what he's telling you. You should not have to fear death if you believe in Jesus, if you have a desire to follow him because of the price that he has paid for you. It's very simple. Our first response is, I love you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for saving me from my sins. Thank you for saving me not only from the penalty of sin, but from the power of sin. And thank you for the guarantee of eternal life with a glorified body, with a a new uh, nature, and to be living in the presence of almighty, merciful, good uh, God. I mean, think about it, everybody around you. Uh, at some point is going to die unless the Lord comes back before then. Because in the beginning, one sin brought death upon all mankind. And none of us will escape it, like I said, unless the Lord chooses to take us out of it uh, in some way, kind of like Elijah was swept up uh, by a chariot. And we know Enoch uh, walked with God and was not. The scripture says he, he was taken up. Uh, But outside of that and outside of the Lord coming, uh, before we die, everyone faces death for the penalty of sin upon all mankind. But we can escape that. We can escape death in the sense that, yes, our physical bodies will perish, they will die, but we will all, all in Christ will be raised uh, up on on that day when he calls his name out to the graves. We will be raised up in an uncorruptible or incorruptible body, a glorified body that will last for eternity before the Lord, having our sins not counted against us because of Jesus Christ. 
Now, not only that, we've talked about the the physical bodily resurrection that's going to come for believers, but it's also before that time. In other words, when we believe and when we repent, we actually receive the spirit of the resurrected Christ in our bodies, in our being, and we can function now in that power. In other words, we don't have to be a slave to sin like we once were. And that is hope. That's hope for the drunkard. That's hope for the uh, the thief. That's hope for the wife beater. That's hope for the adulterer, the pornographer. That's hope for the liar, the murderer, even the murderer in their heart. You know that no one is righteous. Not one has ever been perfectly righteous. Many of us have a uh, uh, a very uh, notorious list of sins, and others have a hidden list of sins, things that n- nobody else knows about. But we know before the Lord, we have been liars, murderers, thieves. And many of you would say, well, of course, I haven't done that. But, you know, if we just simply ask a few questions, have you ever stolen anything from anybody? Ever? Uh, have you stolen time from your employer? Have you ever stolen a pen from your employer? Have you ever lied about any activity? You know, not told the truth. Well, have you ever been angry with somebody, especially without a cause, just because you were angry? Well, I think everybody would answer yes to those three things. And we know that if that's true among uh, those of us who have done those things, we are lying, thieving, murderers at heart. And the scriptures say that no murderer, no thief, and no liar especially will enter into the kingdom of God. But you see, the great news is that Jesus Christ was sent because he knew, our Heavenly Father knew, that there had to be some remedy for the sin. He wanted to come and, and, and redeem us. He wanted to bring us back into that perfect, uh, perfect relationship in the garden, that paradise moment. And so, he's been about the business of restoring humanity back to paradise. Now, not everybody is accepting that invitation of restoration. But for those who believe, they will be resurrected, there will be a paradise, and there will be that relationship with God restored. And by the way, again, it it happens before we actually physically die and are resurrected. We have the relationship with, with our Heavenly Father restored the minute we repent and believe in our Lord Jesus Christ. So when we read uh, Jesus saying, I am the resurrection and the life, he who believes in me, though he may die or she may die, he shall live, and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. And then he asks, do you believe this? And so I want to ask you the question today. Do you believe that Jesus is the resurrection and the life? Do you believe that if you believe in him, do you believe he's faithful? To, get, to grant you eternal life and not count your sins against you because of what he did. He took your sins upon him as a sin offering before God. Do you believe that his blood was enough to cleanse you of your sin if you confess your sins? You know, the scriptures say, if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you of all of your sins and cleanse you of all of your unrighteousness. And you know, there's not one person on this earth that does not need that promise. Every one of us needs to have our sins cleansed. And so I ask you, would you consider 
making this the day that you turn to the Lord and you ask him, Lord, forgive me. I trust that you are the Son of God. I trust that you died on the cross for my sins. And I trust that you were raised from the dead. You were resurrected. And you're the first first fruits of that resurrection. Well, let's get back to our topic about the resurrection. This ties in perfectly because, as you know, our foundational promise, our eternal promise, is found in 1 John 2.25, where it says, And this is the promise God has promised us even eternal life. And you know that all of the promises of God in Jesus Christ are yes, and in him, amen. That comes from 2 Corinthians 1.20. And you know that in one of our previous broadcasts, we talked about Abraham and Isaac and how that played into the hope of resurrection with the Jews. Well, this broadcast, we're going to be talking about another uh, Old Testament example or an intertestamental example of resurrection and belief in resurrection by the Jews. And it is corroborated in the book of Hebrews. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. This is found in 2 Maccabees chapter 7. But in Hebrews it says, Women received their dead raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Well, we're going to dig into this in the next segment. Stick with me. Listen to Eternal Promises with Jeff Tobler every weekday or listen online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. Do you have a question for Jeff? Get your question on the show by going to eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll free 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-885-6834. Well, this is Jeff with Eternal Promises, and I want to welcome you to join us in the first annual Rugged Men's Retreat and Conference. You know, it's a time when when men of all ages, starting at 13 up to even in their 90s, can come out and be encouraged and encourage one another. We're going to have great events like archery and times of learning and sharing and teaching around the campfire. We're going to have some featured speakers, great food, and times of encouragement that we might all be the man that God would have us be, men after God's heart. So if you live in the St. Louis area or close by, we welcome you to come. You can go to eternalpromises.org forward slash rugged, or you can email info at eternalpromises.org or call 888-88-LOVE-GOD. And if you feel like giving to the event, we encourage it. We welcome you to join with us so that we can encourage the next generation. To participate in the show, submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll free 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. And now, here's your host. Jeff Tobler. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the program. I'm Jeff, and we're talking about resurrection from the dead in the Lord Jesus Christ. John 11, verses 25 and 26, Jesus says this wonderful promise I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? That's the question for us. 
do we believe this? And you know, we went through Abraham and Isaac, and uh, in Hebrews 11, uh, in the Hall of Fame, in the in that Bible, the ch- chapter of fame, it says, by faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, in Isaac, your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. So, he received Isaac uh, back from the dead in a sense because God provided uh, an offering in the, in the sense of that ram being found in the thicket. God stopped it. But even if God had not stopped it, he had the power to raise up Isaac again. We do not test God in that way today because Jesus Christ has fulfilled that type. There is no reason for God to ask of that today. And in Hebrews, we find another example in verse 35. This is Hebrews 11, verse 35. It says, Women received their dead raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Hi, this is Jeff, and you're listening to a whole series on the resurrection and the life. We've had to break it up into smaller segments, so come back and listen to more. On behalf of all of us at Eternal Promises, thank you for listening. And we encourage you to lay hold of God's promises in your life today by loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes, and in Him, amen. This is a listener-supported broadcast, and your prayers and financial support are appreciated. You can support this ministry online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give or by calling 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. This is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. Eternal Promises Radio is produced by Eternal Promises Ministries. You're listening to Eternal Promises Radio with Jeff Tobler.